0: You're listening to SBS News. In sawmills and timber yards across Victoria... ...operations are grinding to a halt... Dale Tiley has owned his business for two decades, taking after his father and grandfather, who also worked in Western Victoria's logging industry. I suppose
1: it's not just work; it's um, it's part of your life. I suppose, yeah, we've you know I've grown up in the bush since I can't remember. I was always sitting on a dozer or playing in the bush, so so yeah, it's not just a job; it's 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 part of me. It's part of our family. My well, kids have been brought up the same way. They, we go up the bush camping and mucking around, and yeah, just love it. And they'll come and have a look at the work, and um, yeah, it's yeah, it's 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 part of your part of your DNA, I suppose. Mister. Tiley says his
0: family has operated around the Mount Cole area since the early nineteen hundreds, but he says with the Victorian government's decision to bring forward a ban on native forest logging,
1: that livelihood has now been upended. I feel maybe I'm going to let my family down, like we had plans and things to do, like there was local ground we were going to buy next door, um, we haven't been able to do that now, we could expand expanded our farm, and our biggest worry is, you know, kids, you always like to set them up in life, well, they're all still good at school, so, you know, you try to get a bit of a bank account and help them out, but, yeah, it sort of makes things a bit tougher now, and, um... And I've got a business partner, he's only in the business two or three years and we employ a, another young bloke who who's just building a house down the road and, yeah, if, God forbid if we have to put him off in the new year, it's it's going to be a pretty hard decision. Dale's wife
0: Kate Tiley says it's been distressing to see the weight of responsibility taking its toll on her husband.
2: It's a bit emotional watching him because I know how much it's always meant to him and it's the... um probably the strong connection that he has with his father and so it's all sort of not just he takes a lot of responsibility on for everyone else so our family and his workers and like he said one of them is um he's trying to look after his family and he's just got a loan for a house he's really takes that responsibility on as well but um it's also he wouldn't say it but his connection to his dad it's the last sort of that he has from him so they were pretty close and he started out with his dad so watching him go through all this is It's a bit hard in that respect.
0: The state government has offered five-year contracts for Vic Forest's harvesters to work in fire management services. It says it's invested $1.2 billion to support the industry through the transition. But Tim Lester from the Australian Forest Contractors Association says that doesn't do much to help community contractors like Dale.
1: We appreciate and acknowledge the five-year contracts particularly. But this fundamental piece that the government needs to understand the and recognise the value of the businesses themselves that has been really affected, it's beyond their contractual obligation.
0: Living near Victoria's great Otway National Park, Ewan Man, Dr Jack Pascoe, says he sees an opportunity for greater understanding of First Nations forest practices. The trees are everything. I mean, they're, they're old ancient spirits and they're,
3: they're so important to helping us read country but but relating to country so they support you know the the plants and animals and the totems and they're a real important part of those family groupings of plants that that live together on on country and and so certain tree types will support uh
0: uh, food uh, and, and medicine um uh, species. Dr Pascoe hopes beyond Victoria's ban, indigenous groups will be more engaged in managing native forests.
3: Look, I think we've got a history in this state and
0: probably really south-eastern
3: Australia and uh, largely Australia in managing forests of, uh, of pretty ordinary practice. So it, it's relied um, pretty heavily on clear fell logging um, and that's had significant uh, biodiversity issues, landscape issues... Um, so I think that's really why we were we were looking at uh, at this band, um, but I also see it as a an opportunity to move beyond black and white logging or no logging and um, maybe move towards a better practice.
0: Victoria is not alone in banning native forest harvesting on public land. Western Australia will also be banning the practice from next year, joining South Australia and the ACT, which don't have native forestry in their jurisdictions. The Northern Territory has one Indigenous-owned native forestry enterprise, while the industry is still permitted in Queensland, New South Wales and Tasmania. But there are growing calls for a nationwide ban. A spokesperson for the federal government says the sector is not without its challenges and that the government will update its national forest policy statements in partnership with the states, territories and industry. Dale Tiley and his two co-workers will be among an estimated 2,600 jobs impacted by Victoria's ban. A Victorian government spokesperson says the community forestry support package will help workers transition out of the industry. But Paul Beaton, Mr Tiley's business partner in Western Victoria, says he's been caught off guard and still doesn't have a business plan for after the 1st of
1: January. What do you do until we have a reason or an option out? What did we do? We've got nothing. We're left hamstrung. We were told 2030, so we had 10 years. Yep, all right, we'll plan that out. We'll be able to make something up by then. And then they pulled the rug straight out
0: from under us. Tysok SBS News.